My money machine go beep, I love the sound that it make Plus all these racks and count, I think that my machine bout to break Secure the bag, yeah, that's the brand, and we get to the bag What's going on, family? Y'all know what day it is, it's Friday, which means it's time for another Rant Friday Now, I got something really good that we need to not only hear, but I got something really good to rant about Because it happens to me on a day-to-day basis And what that thing is for me I'm calling it Weakness Contributions (laughs) Weakness Contributions And basically what that means is A lot of things that We tend to do in this country And this world We are contributing to weakness We are contributing to our I guess you could say our downfall To be honest with you And I'll give you some examples I'll give you some examples here in a few Um, Of course for those of you all Who are um, Tuning in via The podcast You all know I do my Rant Fridays live I like to do my Rant Fridays live So I'm going to give the people Here live a little more time To come in I need to see at least Three four hundred people here before we actually Get going but What I want to say for those of you who are listening, for those of you who are here, you have questions for me. You want me to talk on a topic. You want me to shout you out for your birthday. Hell, I don't know what it is, but you want something from me. Right. And the way to get my attention is to one, give me a five star rating on the podcast you are listening to and then put your question request topic whatever it is inside of that five star rating i'll come in i'll check it out and then of course i'll make a video or a podcast on it um so that's how you get your questions to me that's how you get to um essentially get me to make a topic on whatever it is you want now let's get back to this whole weakness situation so a lot of us are doing things that contribute to weakness what do i mean by weakness as a as a man, a manly man, as a man, what I mean by contributing to weakness is we tend to have these things that we do as men that we other men look at as weakness. So, for example, if you whine, not not cry, right? Because you know there's a there's a whole campaign about men going, you know, hey, you should be more in touch with your feelings and your emotions, and it should be okay for men to cry. And I don't disagree with that, right? But what I mean when I say whine, it's like the, it's not fair, right? That that's whining. That that's kind of the whine. That that's weakness. Is kind of what I'm getting at. And honestly, I don't care who you are, man, woman, boy, girl. I don't care who you are. It's kind of weak for a lot of people. Like whoever you are, it's kind of weak. And I that's not something I like to do, right? And I don't I don't like people around me to do that. Don't whine. Right. You're whining because you're not getting something. You're whining because something is not going your way. And the way for you to get something to go your way or the the thing you should be doing to get something to go your way should be to get off your butt and go get it. Right. In most cases, in most cases, there's always something you can do to control the controllables. So when I say when I speak about weakness it's usually one of those things. Right now, where am I going with this? 
Something that we like to do, especially in our community, and it's on both ends, the people who need it and the people who give it, is essentially handicap, financially handicapping our people. I had someone ask me for $12,000 today. <laughs> not a dollar, not $5, not $20, not a fucking meal. I would have been cool if you were like, look, bro, I'm hungry. Like, just get me a meal, right? Get me a meal. I'm hungry as hell. I just want to be fed. I would have been like, you know what? Cool. I got you, right? I got you. In in most cases, right? Not always. But this motherfucker had the audacity to ask me for $12,000. $12,000. Now, there's two problems with that. Number one, that is a cop-out on most people's part, right? I get it. It gets uncomfortable. Things happen, right? And this guy wasn't talking about a life or death. And then, first of all, it was a man that asked me for $12,000, which is even worse if you ask me, right? But he asked me for $12,000 and it wasn't a life or death like type of thing. It's just like, man, I'm just in this very uncomfortable situation and I owe $12,000 in debt in this uncomfortable situation. And his, his rationale was... Hey, I'm asking for $12,000 Because that's nothing to you <laughs> You rich That's nothing to you So you could, you could afford to give me $12,000 And I shouldn't have to give Any service No product Nothing I should just be able to get that from you Because it's nothing to you Now the reason why this is a problem Right. And we'll dive deeper into some other stuff. And then as the people come in, we'll you know go into uh, more Q&A. You know, we'll do some more Q&A stuff. Right. Now, the reason why this is a problem is because, number one, is. We are fucked up in our society to the point that we think we can ask another human being or another man. A man can ask another man for such a large amount of money. For no services rendered, for no product in exchange, for nothing, for nothing, right? And I'll be totally honest with y'all. I'll be totally honest with y'all, like I always am. Y'all know I don't like to hold back anything, <laughs> even when it gets me in trouble. The reason why I say as another man, the reason why I say that's a problem for another man to ask or a man to ask another man for that much money is because, and let me say it this way, for a heterosexual man to ask another heterosexual man for that amount of money, because on a, on a realistic basics, you know, basis in this world, we'll just say that in this world, some men, I'm not saying me, but some men could actually rationalize giving away $12,000 because if it's a heterosexual man and it's a heterosexual woman and shit, the heterosexual man probably doesn't even care if it's a heterosexual woman. But some man 
or some men around here could actually rationalize giving away twelve thousand dollars because that man will then look and go well you want to do something for it <laughs> right I'm not saying it's right. I'm not saying it's something that, you know, people should be doing. I'm not saying that I do that. I'm not saying that it's right. Once again, let me let me get that clear before someone pops up with some bullshit. Let me get that clear. I'm not saying it's right. And I'm not saying that that's uh, OK. I'm not saying it's OK, but I have seen it and it happens on the day to day basis. Right. There are plenty of women in college who owe uh, student loans or who you know need college money tuition money whatever and they got a sugar daddy they have a sugar daddy right and the sugar could be whatever you know there, there are favors in there and the favors could be simple as hey just come to dinner with me because i need something on my arm right i need something on my arm come to dinner with me i got your tuition right you just look good you know i got a business meeting or whatever you look good Come to dinner with me. We're great. Right. And, the, you know, you can get creative on your own time. But those favors could lead off into a whole other spectrum of things. <laughs> right. But it's twelve thousand dollars. So most people can justify it like, hey, you know, I go to dinner with people for free. So why not go on a couple dinner dates for twelve thousand dollars? Right. Hey, you know. I'm ironing clothes for free or I'm washing clothes for free. Why not, you know, do something like wash clothes, you know, in a promiscuous outfit? I don't know. Right. I don't know what these weirdos. This is some weirdos out there. I don't know what these weirdos want from women nowadays. But anyway, there are things that could be done is what I'm trying to say. And most men could rationalize that. Right. Some men. I still don't understand why we find it okay for another man to ask for such a large amount of money, right? That really, it, it bothers me. It bothers me. Now, here's why it bothers me and here's why I wanted to talk about it, okay? Here's why it bothers me and here is why the most part I, I need to talk about it. It's not even want to. I need to talk about it. It's because... When we and one of the reasons why I actually don't give out money. Right. One of the reasons I actually don't give money out that much. <laughs> That's funny. Family say, yeah, if SCB don't pan out, it's SD all day. <laughs> hey, look, nothing wrong with that. Right. But here's one of the reasons why I feel like it's a problem. And the reason why I actually don't give out money for nothing, right? For nothing exchange, right? Well, when you give out money, right? If I'm say what we're talking about, we do, I'm just ranting right now. I'm just ranting about a man who asked me for $12,000, right? When you hand out money, when you give it away, what people don't understand is money is energy, right? And energy cannot be destroyed. It is just transferred. And when you give someone energy, y'all follow me for a minute. When you give someone energy by way of money, 
for nothing, for no energy in exchange. Yeah, stick with me. I'm going to go slow with it. Stick with me. When you give someone energy or money for no energy in exchange, you are now telling this person that you are going to be able to receive energy for no energy in return. Right? And what that tends to do is this person then goes, it's it's kind of like a it's a reward punishment system. Right. So, for example, I, I'm going to take you on the other side of it. So, for example, have you ever been in a situation where, you know, in black and brown communities, we our parents tend to be a little aggressive with us when we're growing up. Right. So you ever been in a situation where you literally didn't do anything wrong. And then your mama just reach over and smack you for <laughs> like maybe you were just like looking a certain kind of way or maybe I don't know. Maybe something was going on where she just didn't like it or your father. Right. And they just turn and smack you or hit you in the back of the head or spank your butt, spank your leg, whatever. Right. And for whatever reason, you're like, I, I, I didn't do anything. Like, why are you hitting me? <laughs> why did you just hit me right now? Or what did I do to deserve the punishment? Well, that is a that's a bad energy, but that is energy that was given for no reason. Now, if that continues to happen, then what that tells you is that I'm going to get hit. For no reason, that's right, that's exact. That's exactly right, Monty. It's a just in case smack because my mom used to say, I don't know what you did. And if you haven't done anything yet. That's for when you do something. That, that smack I just gave you is for when you actually go and do something. <laughs> so that but what I'm what I'm getting at is that creates a negative feedback loop because now you're like, well, shit, if I'm going to get hit by not doing anything, then I might as well do something. I'm going to take a hit anyway. You're going to smack me in the back of my head anyway. I might as well, I might as well enjoy what I'm about to do to receive the smack. So if you, if you tell me not to eat candy, you got candy in the house or you got donuts in the house, you tell me not to eat the donuts, I might as well enjoy me a nice little donut since I'm about to get smacked anyway, right? So that is the negative feedback loop. Well, on the opposite side of that, when I give you money or when someone gives us money for nothing, it creates this sense of, oh, well, I know I can work and do something that I don't want to do to receive money, but I just receive money for doing nothing. I might as well do nothing and wait for that next time when money's going to come around for me doing nothing. Family said, I'm hungry for donuts now. Me too. <laughs> I'm fasted right now, so I definitely could go for a donut. Vegan donut at that. But anyway, this is exactly what happens. And this is actually why I don't give away money. This is why I don't give money. I need you to I need you to hand over some type of service, something 
needs to be done for this money. Right. There needs to be an exchange of some sort. Right. And like I said, you got some creeps out there who they like, hey, girl, what you what you want to do for this money? Right. But honestly. Like me, I just might want you to be a good server at a restaurant. Or if I pull up at a light, you ask me for ten dollars, I might just want you to wash my windows like you're going to do something because I gave energy for this money. I'm not giving the energy away for nothing. <laughs> right. Facts, family. Brian said nothing brings nothing. Facts. Nothing from nothing brings nothing. And when I continue, there's the queen. What's up, baby? And when I when I actually give money or give something for nothing, then what people don't understand now it's about to get real. What people don't understand is. That also fucks you up. It it also fucks you up. Why? Because now I'm about to take you down this long division fucking equation, right? If I gave energy to receive energy and then I use my energy to give to someone who didn't put out any energy, it creates a hole and it kind of throws off the... If, and this is only if y'all kind of believe in this whole like energy exchange, universal balance type of thing, right? But for me, I, I am a big believer in like the universe and I'm, I'm a big believer in the universal balance of things, right? And it gets kind of deep, but for the most part, the, simp- the most simple way I can put it is energy flows where energy flows is what I used to say. So if energy is flowing there, then other energy will flow there, right? I know that sounds weird, but yeah, that's right. The pendulum swing. There you go. So, for example, I give energy, I get energy, and then someone who's giving energy meets me at my energy, and then I give them energy, whether that looks like money or my personal energy. So, I'll give you an example with uh, relationships, right? In relationships, and this is why I always tell you all work on yourself, work on yourself. Work on yourself. Right? Family say, I hear you say, but some people just need a shot. Not to say just to give motherfuckers shit, but invest in people we are all connected. Absolutely. Now, that there you go. But see, now, now you're getting into what I'm about to say, right? So I'm, I'm going to give you an example in a minute, but let me, let me cover that question or, or that, that statement. Right? Let me cover that statement. So... When people say, yeah, I get what you're saying, Tay, but motherfuckers just need a shot. That was his thing. That, you know, that's what he said. And I absolutely agree. Right? I absolutely agree. But what I'm getting at here is we tend when, when and, and y'all know this, just everybody's been there. Y'all know this to be true. When somebody come ask you for something, they usually want it in the manner that they asked from you. There you go, Mike. That's exactly what I'm doing. Thank you. Mike Wright got it right. So when you asked, so when family was like, Brian was like, man, people just need a shot, though. People just need some help. That's what I'm doing now. Right. Me showing up. Y'all can't see him. But not only am I personally showing up. I got people here helping me to get this thing running. We got cameras around here. 
We got the podcast going, right? So not only am I giving my personal energy, I could be snuggled up in the bed right now with my queen. I, I could be in there just rubbing on her feet, chilling, watching the stock market, right? I could be doing anything right now, but I'm right here renting and giving value, right? Because, of course, you know, I like to rent and give value at the same time. <laughs> but not only that, I am... Also, because I like to I like to help people, you know, I like to uh, create jobs and provide jobs. But I got two other people here giving their energy. Right. I got my cameraman. I got my, my, my right hand man. Right. So we got multiple levels of energy coming at y'all right now. Why? Because we just want to help. We want to help. We want to give family to to paraphrase what family said, motherfuckers just need a chance, man. Motherfuckers just need a little help. I want to give those motherfuckers who need a little help that help, which is what this is. Right? So, what I was going to get at was energy meets energy, right? That's how it works. So on a relationship side, Ricardo, my man, what's good? What's good, family? I can't wait to get back to Puerto Rico. I, I miss y'all. Um, but way the way it happens, and I'm going to use a relationship, an uh, intimate relationship, boyfriend, girlfriend, husband, wife, whatever. I'm going to use that as an example. When we are talking about, because you always hear, work on yourself, work on yourself. You won't miss the right, work on yourself. You won't miss the right, work on yourself. You won't miss this right, work on yourself, work on yourself, work on yourself, right? Now, what that basically means, to paraphrase or to break it down a little bit more, what that actually means is, is, hey, ladies, I'm gonna use it on your end because I know what y'all, y'all tell men what y'all want for the most part. Like, I want this type of man, I want this type of man, right? Uh, What's going on, family? So I loaned somebody four bands the first week of October 2021. I haven't seen it yet, Tay. Most definitely. And I'm going to tell y'all something. A wise man once told me, if you can't afford to give it away, don't lend it. Cause that's And that's why. Not, not saying you didn't know that already, family, but that's why. Because a lot of people won't give it back. Now, when it comes to ladies, when it comes to the man you want, I hear a lot of ladies like, man, I, I really, you know, my, my type of man I'm looking for, I want, you know, he need to be in shape or he, he need to just look good physically. Right. Which means it takes time, effort, energy to put into his look. Right. We don't just snap our fingers, fingers and wake up looking like this, ladies. I know y'all think that, you know, this is just effortless, but it takes work. Right. We have to eat right. We have to, you know, you got to work out. You have to put certain products in your hair for a lot of, you know, this is, you know, black men, especially black and brown men, especially. We have to go get haircuts every fucking week to keep the trim and the lineup looking right. There are things and energy that goes into the look that a woman wants from a man in most cases. Right. And I, I hold on, ladies, before y'all start going off, just hear me out. But also, it comes with, hey, you need to be able to, you know, be able to foot this type of bill or have this amount of money, 
right? Because I ain't messing with no man to make. I hear this a lot, you know, 40, 50K. That's what average men make nowadays, you know, about 40, 50K. That's, that's on average, right? But a lot of women, they're like, I ain't fucking with no, you know, dump truck, uh, you know, trash man. <laughs> he needs to have more uh, ambitions is the word I hear a lot, right? So when you hear all of these things, a lot of times this is not the woman who's asking for these things are not getting it. Because she hasn't matched the energy that she's asking for And vice versa It's not just women I'm just giving you an example A lot of times you haven't gotten what you are asking for Because your energy has not matched The energy that you are asking for Right And I'm using a relationship But this works on all fronts Man I wish I could make $100,000 a year Your energy does not match a hundred thousand dollar a year energy because energy attracts like energy which is why i was saying you fuck yourself when you give the energy to make money and then you take that money energy and you give it away for nothing a lot of times you just fucked yourself on a small level you just fucked yourself because your energy was not supposed to attract to the energy that was not giving or to someone that was not giving energy. Right. So once again, because I, I want to say that again, because I know somebody's like, say what now? Energy attracts energy. I'm just telling you. Right. It, it attracts energy. So. What we do is what we get. When I feel, I'm telling y'all, some of y'all are like, whoa, like that's deep. Damn. Had no idea. And I was the same way about, I'd say about 10 years ago, 10, 12 years ago, I had to figure this out the hard way. But when I started to realize, damn, energy attracts energy. I was like, damn, well, I just need to work. Let me see how somebody who makes a million dollars a year works. I started doing it and then a million dollars found me. <laughs> right? It found me. So, ladies, you say you want a man, do what you want out of the man. And it doesn't mean it needs to be exactly, right? It doesn't need to be exactly. You want a man to make 100K a year, you don't need to go make 100K a year. But maybe you need to become, and now I'm about to, and I'm about to get on some of y'all because y'all, some of y'all don't want to hear this, but maybe you need to become and carry yourself. Like the woman, a hundred thousand dollar earner once. Message. Message. Right. So, and I'm gonna tell y'all, ladies, it get you know y'all standards are high. <laughs> yeah, some of y'all standards are very high. And when a man hits a hundred k or more a year, his standards go up. Right. So he's looking for that energy. He's looking. That's really all it is. I know we kind of quantify it because so, you got to think we quantify energy in money. We quantify energy in looks. Right. So, for example, when you know, when I was out in the streets, if you will. And I'm, you know, I'm making all this money and I'm like, shit, I need something that look real good. Right. I need I need me something that's. 
and I put you on my arm and you look real good. Well, that's energy. Because guess what? <laughs> that, that little fine piece of thing y'all know to be Coach Fee. You know how much energy goes into her? Looking like the way she looks. She works out. She busts her ass. She eats healthy as hell. Before, before, the, before I got to her, right? She was putting in the energy. And the reason why I say that is because she attracts me and I attract her. Because I was doing certain things. She was doing certain things. And we met in the middle, right? Because like I said, let's keep it real. We quantify, we quantify energy. We don't like we don't like when it's said out loud, but we do, right? Men make a lot of money. They go for the baddie. The baddies put in the energy to be a baddie. Cause let me just say something. Like most baddies, they don't they're not born that way. Right? And let me let me say this way. Let me let me say this. They they may be born that way. But let's keep it real. How many baddies y'all knew from high school? That ended up turning into ugh, whew, What happened <laughs> Right What happened See I like to keep it real with y'all Some of y'all don't want to hear this Some of y'all don't want to hear this Because you might be the one You might be the one that was in high school That was a baddie And then you ooh, You found a cliff and you fell off of it Right mm, I get it It's tough Life happens Shit, it happens to me on a day-to-day basis where every now and then, you know, I'll just eat a little too much. I'll just eat a little too much food and then boom, you know, my fat boy genetics kick in, kick in right? Luckily, I'm rich as hell, though, and I can counterbalance that. <laughs> but seriously, though, this is what happens, family, right? Let's keep it real. Let's keep it real. Look, family said, got 3,000 kids now. Facts, Right? So guess what? I know people don't want to hear this either, but I'm going to say it. I'm going to say it. Also, not having kids, refraining from having kids. That take a lot of energy. Think about it. How many times you want it, fellas? How many times you wanted to stay in there? And, you know, by the grace of God, you had the discipline to get on up out of there before it went down. So it takes discipline. It takes energy to be someone who may be attractive to who you actually want. Right. Think about that. Think about that. So a lot of family said I stayed in there. <laughs> and 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 it's on the men's side too cuz we got to we got to throw it to the men. Right? Cuz I I don't want to be uh one-sided on this. Men, same thing. When you don't have any kids and you got your shit together, fellas, you become more attractive to women in the marketplace if we if we just thinking about it. And I don't want this to turn into like a relationship podcast. That's not what this is. We talking about energy right now. But if we if we can make the energy 
or the energy conversation if we can make the energy conversation match up with any one thing that we are all familiar with it's relationships that's why i'm talking about it right so um that's right family you know i'm gonna keep it 100 we ain't gonna be around the bush but <laughs> family said pull out game on 100 <laughs> facts right but that takes energy that takes energy that takes a lot of discipline and energy but what i what i'm getting at here family is even on the men's side family it takes energy for you to get out of there before you have a child with someone who you don't plan on being with for the rest of your life right it takes energy for you to get up and make sure you can take care of not only the child but the the mother of the child right especially if you're going to be with the mother I don't know if I'm a fan of taking care of the mother or the child after y'all broke up. I ain't really the fan of that. But it's, it's you know, sometimes that happens. Sometimes that happens to each their own. But what I'm getting at here is, family, is energy meets energy, right? And I want to give as many scenarios as I can to help that come to, I, I guess, realization, or not even realization, but where it where we help to get that as realistic as possible for your situation. So we talked about the relationships part of things, right? Family said I slept six hours last weekend. I go hard for real. That, that's what I'm talking about. Let's go, right? I talked about the relationship side of thing, and if I'm leaving anything out, y'all, that's why I go live for Rant Fridays because I, I like to I like to make sure. I'm getting y'all's feedback just in case I'm missing anything, right? So I went over the relationship part of the energy connection and how energy meets energy, right? So, <laughs> so to sum that up, if you look around, look around at what you're getting, right? Look around what you're getting in your space, right? Look around what you get in your space and then you have to ask yourself, what the fuck am I doing? What am I doing that's causing these type of people to attract to me? It's a hard pill to swallow. It's a hard pill to swallow. Right. What am I doing that's attracting people? And and the reason why it's a hard pill pill to swallow, because we don't like in our society, especially we don't like to take accountability, right? We don't like to take accountability. So before I move on to the next thing, just keep that in mind. What are you doing in your life? Are you asking for refunds on shit you knew you used? If you can shake your head and say, yeah, I've done that shit. I, I know I use this product. I knew I used this. I knew I watched the video, whatever it is. And then I asked for a refund. Then you meet, then you meet homeboy and he cheat on you. And you're like, why the fuck? I keep getting the busters that's cheating on me because your ass doing this dirty energy. So you get met with dirty energy. It's simple, Right. It's simple when you think about it. Now, it's not it's not a exact, you know, this equals that. Right. But that's that's what I'm talking about. Energy meets 
energy. Yeah, that's lame. Facts. But people do it. People do it. You know, oh yeah, I used I used to I used my mom actually I remember and I, I told her I didn't like when she did it, but my mom used to do that and I would say, Ma, I don't, I don't like that. But like, you know, things would come in the mail and she would tell people like, I ain't get it. Right? I want a refund. I say, Ma, you actually did get that. Don't do that. Right? Let's be you know, let, let, let's be ethical here. But when things would happen, because my brother had, you know, he would get things like that, too. He would get that same type of energy. And when things would happen to him, like, man, I just, you know, I just lost this. or I just got that. I'm like, well, shit, what did what, you do over the last few weeks, months, years? What kind of energy you putting out there? Right. What kind of what kind of energy you putting out there? So that's kind of what I need you to look at it on all levels. What kind of energy are you putting out there? I put good energy out. I treat everybody as much as possible uh, around me. Great ethics, very ethical. I'm nice to everybody because I want that same energy. Right. I want to be ethical and as nice to everybody as possible. Because if you fuck me, then now I have the right. <laughs> Although I don't. But now I have the right to really lash out on your ass because I, I've been nothing but nice and brought nothing but nice and, and great energy. Right. Great energy. So and and honestly, and it's a, it's a great I'm glad somebody brought it up. I said, nah, this America. <laughs> I love robbing the robbers. Well, here's the thing. Right. I've always told myself that it's not up to me to balance out the energies. Right. It's not up to me like, oh, you do you're doing bad. Let me come do bad to you. That's not my place. I just stay in my little lane. Right. I'm gonna focus on my energy. I'm going to create some good energy. Because honestly, if you do somebody who's if somebody's doing bad and you go do them bad because they were doing bad, you still create bad energy. I know I just said a mouthful. Ooh, I know that was a mouthful. If you see someone doing bad things and you go do them bad out of spite for them doing bad, then bad still comes on to you. Right. That energy, that's still bad energy. Right. So I don't want you to get caught in that 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 loop where it's like, well, shit, they, they deserve it anyway. <laughs> so I'm going to do bad to them. Right. That's that's just not how this energy thing works. Some of y'all are Christian. Didn't, didn't Jesus didn't Jesus tell y'all to turn the other cheek? <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm just I'm just saying. <laughs> um, let's see. Uh, I'm trying to go back. I'm looking for. OK, this is the next one. So we went over we went over the the energies of the relationships. But now I want to talk about um, this next topic. So it says, can you go over feeling obligated? Quote unquote obligated. What if you've burnt bridges to focus? Well, you know, that's a great question. That's a great question. And it depends on how things to, to me. It depends on how things worked out to burn the bridge. Right. And the reason why I say this is because some people can consider a burnt bridge. Something you intentionally screwed up like you when I think of a burnt bridge. 
I literally I go to a literal standpoint and I go, okay, if you burned the bridge, there's two ways to look at it. The bridge was on fire in both scenarios, right? But if you burned the bridge, did you actually start the fire? Did you set that motherfucker on fire? Did did you burn that bridge? Or or was the bridge on fire and you walked away from it? Right? Like did the bridge start a little fire? Like there was a little electrical fire or something on the bridge. No fault of your own, but you kept walking because you were like, This this is about to be a situation that's a it's not gonna be a good situation. So you walked away from the fire and then that bridge caught on fire. The reason why I asked that is because in our in our life, in our world, we tend to say you burned a bridge. When we just walked away from a fucked up situation that was not ours, right? So, for example, I give you a great example of that because I personally do. I give I give you a great example of something that I personally have done and do. I have walked away from friend, quote unquote friends, but I, I'm not going to say friends, but I would say something more like associates, family members, like blood, actual blood. But I've walked away from certain situations or or encounters with people. Why? Because I'm looking, and so to use the bridge on fire situation, I'm looking and I'm like, hmm, the way you move, I don't need to be around that. You're stealing, you you know, like you're doing stupid shit. Or maybe, just maybe, we're not even gonna go that extreme. Maybe, just maybe. Your energy and my energy don't match. Right? What's going on, family? Let me say, looking good, big brother. I appreciate it, family. I'm feeling good. I'm feeling good. But your energy doesn't match my energy. So I'm just going to move over here because we make each other uncomfortable. So, for example, I had a associate. Actually, I'm going I'm going to give him the, the benefit of the doubt. I had a friend. Um his he was like a long time friend that I think about it shit like 20 year friend friendship but he was cheating on his girlfriend right or or actually it was his fiance at the time he was cheating on her and not in a let me tell you something humans are human right we mess up I get it but there's there's a difference but to me Personally, there's a difference to, between like, man, I was just weak and I, I really did fuck up. I, I fucked up and I was weak. Like, wow. Like, I'm sorry. It's not to excuse cheating, but it happens. Right. I was weak. I I, I was put into a, I put myself because you got to take accountability. I put myself into a situation I knew I shouldn't have put myself into. And I ended up acting on that situation. That will never happen again. That is, to me, that is a oopsie and a you fucked up. You fucked up. Right? But this wasn't his situation. <laughs> I just had to put that out there. This wasn't his situation. This motherfucker was just grimy. He was just grimy. He was like, shit, I know I, I know I ain't supposed to be doing this. Right? I know I ain't supposed to be doing this, but I, I just can't help it. I just love going around just knocking down random ass booty, right? 
That was his thing. That's what he liked to do. And ethically speaking, I couldn't get down with it, right? Because his energy started, it started brushing against mine. It was like, it was fucking with my energy. It was like messing it up. Because I'm on like this ethical path, right? I'm like, hey man, you know, don't do, it's, somebody put it up earlier, right? Treat people the way you want to be treated, right? Treat people the way you want to be treated. So in my mind, I'm like, I don't like how you move. I don't like how you move. Because one, if you're willing to do the woman who you who you say you want to marry, the woman who you gave a child to, the woman who you go down. Because y'all got to think, men especially, I mean all of us, but when you lay down with someone and you go to sleep with them at night on a day-to-day basis, that person knows you in and out more than anybody else will. They sleep with you like when you like fellas, you know, when you cry, you the, you probably will only cry to that woman who you land down in bed with. Right. You see what I'm saying? Like you only give that woman stuff. Nobody else sees on the outside. So. If you can fuck over somebody who knows all of that about you, imagine what you're willing to do to somebody who don't know that about you. So the way I see it is if you really you willing to fuck her over. What you going to do to me? Right? What you going to do to me? And I want to say this just to kind of just to kind of put it out there. I'm not saying I'm for or against quote unquote cheating. I'm against deception and lying, right? Because I I do have I do have friends or associates who they keep it real with their significant other like, hey, this is going down. Right. I'll be home at this time or I'm going to go hang out. And, you know, this is what I do when I'm not with you. Right. And they have their own little system and everything's great. I can get down with that because there is no lying and deception going on. Everything's out on the table. Y'all are being ethical to each other and y'all are choosing to do because everything is business. Y'all are choosing to do business together. And I I respect that. Right. To me, it's the lying and the deception. That is bad energy. So I walked away from this, quote unquote, relationship with my friend. Right. He was a friend. I'm going to keep saying that he was a friend. So I walked away from this friend. Because he was deceiving and lying his basically fiance and mother of his child. So I'm like, I don't like that energy because if I'm going to do it, I'm going to keep it real. Right. Look, baby, I love you. I love your sex. I love what we got going on. But hey, every now and then I just want a little something extra. Right. I just want. I just want a burger and fries, right? I want my vegan burger and I want some french fries with it. <laughs> cool. If if that is accepted, if that arrangement has been agreed upon, cool. Right? Cool. I can get down with that, but I don't like the deception, you know, the deception and the lying. So So I walked away from that situation with my with my friend of 20 years because he was a deceptive bastard. Right. And what I came to find out 
is that I didn't burn a bridge at all. But some people will say, man, you burned that bridge because you stopped calling, you stopped showing up, you stopped being a friend to this person. So this is what I mean by are you burning the bridge or are you walking away from a bridge that was already on fire and you're actually just trying to save your energy, save your life, save your fucking self. Self-preservation is a rule number one in life, period. Right. Rule number one, law number one, self-preservation. Right. I got to make sure I'm good. And when you and, and that's why I couldn't go for the deception because what we don't realize when it comes to dating and then eventually marriage is that when it comes to the law of self-preservation when you decide to become we self-preservation is us right so if i'm married right so me and fee coach fee y'all know coach fee right it became self-preservation, meaning we. It's no longer a me thing. And that's what most people don't understand. When y'all get married, when y'all decide to become a joint partnership with somebody or a joint like collective, it no longer is I or self-preservation. It's we preservation. Self-preservation meaning we. So for, for me, it's all about remembering that first law. Which is so I'm saying that because it leads me into my next one or my next um, point, if you will. This is one of the reasons why I don't like I will not friend or hang around single men who are a little janky, who they move a little weird. Right. We can, you know, we can do a little something as far as business. Like, ah, right, you know, OK, let me help you out here. Let me help you out there with business. But. I don't really hang around single men like that because now it's about self-preservation for me and my collective, right? And if you're doing single shit, you, you might be fucking up my shit. So I don't go that route, right? I don't go that route. So facts, family. Seasons know them. <laughs> facts. So this is exactly what I'm getting at family. We have to go into every situation thinking about those few things. Number one, energy. Whose energy am I sleeping with? Whose energy do I have by me? I'm gonna give y'all another example because I, I know y'all hate it. And this is the reason why I'm gonna say it because it was so emotionally driven. Everybody here watch Power. I'm sure everybody has seen or heard of the show Power. Right. And this is a show with um, they called him Ghost in, in in the show. But Amari, um, Amari Harwood, excuse me, is his name. But anyway. In power, the reason why I'm mentioning this, is because it was so emotionally driven to most people in the show power. For those of y'all who seen haven't seen it, because I think somebody had said they haven't seen it. Um, for the people who have not seen power, it was about essentially, I'm going to just water it down and paraphrase here. It was essentially about a man who family said, you look like that dude. Actually, I, I used to get that a lot. Um, people said I look like ghosts and I move like ghosts, but I don't. I don't move like ghosts. I make money. I make good money, but I don't move like ghosts. But anyway, in the, in the show power, ghosts 
was very, very fucking grimy. And he was about self-preservation. Literally, he didn't give a fuck what he had to do and who he was hurting as long as he was getting what he wanted. Right? Very grimy. Well, he was married to someone who he was with, a woman who he was with for a long time since he was young. And... Like I said, I'm paraphrasing here. For people who watched it, don't don't get on me. I'm just kind of explaining to people who haven't seen it. So you have a drug dealer who's very grimy and basically out for himself, right? And he was married to the woman who he was basically with since he was younger. Well, he starts dating another woman, right? He starts dating another woman. He leaves his wife and his kids to be with this other woman. Well, the people out there who were watching the show, especially ladies, I think y'all, you empathize or you, you put yourself in Tasha's shoes, which is the woman who got left, the wife. So you were a little pissed at Ghost, right? You were a little pissed at Ghost and you like, who the fuck, who the fuck you think you are doing me like that? You're putting yourself in Tasha's shoes now. But what we didn't look at, watch this, watch this, hold on. What we didn't look at was the fact that Tasha was fucking married to a kingpin, drug dealing, killing ass, self-preservation or self-interest ass Man, so nobody choose to look at that. And I literally, I would ask women who who felt some kind of way about the show and was emotionally in it. I asked them, I'm like, wait a minute. You expected a motherfucker who kills people, sells drugs, and does all this other bullshit to be ethical and be... <laughs> To be ethical to you? Like, who the fuck are you? Who do you think you are? First of all, like, we don't we don't look at shit like that. We don't look at shit like that. And that's why I say energy, energy, and energy go together. Energy and energy go together. So if you, let me just say this, ladies, if y'all got a man who you land down with and he's a drug dealer, he, you know, he kills people, whatever. You got to be in that rela relationship expecting for any fucking thing to happen. Like, this motherfucker might do anything. <laughs> and I can't, and I can't be surprised by what he does. That's right. Family said Tasha knew her man. Facts. She knew who she was in bed with. What happens, I personally think, is what happens is we like to think that people who don't show much ethics, people don't, who, who don't show much ethics to other people, we expect, hey, no, nah, but you but no, nah, but you should show ethics to me, though. I'm different. And it's like, no, you're not. If I can kill him, I can kill you, too. If I can sell drugs to him, I can, I can sell drugs to you. I can basically whatever I'm selling harms this person. I can I can sell something to harm you. And we might not look at it in the fact that, like, if I'm selling drugs to one person, then 
I don't have to sell drugs to you, but I'm still willing to harm you just like I harmed that other person. Right. Well, we don't look at stuff like that, but energy is energy. You are who you are. And I always say how you do anything is how you do everything. Whatever you do, you do it the same way you do everything else. Okay, famously, where is this movie? It's called Power. It's a show. It was on Stars. So you got to go download Stars and go search for Power. It was a show that 50 Cent uh, created. But seriously, yeah, seriously, though, this goes for everyday life, family. Some of y'all are dealing with men or, or women, fellas, right? Some of y'all like strippers or whatever. You sleeping with a stripper or you, you know. You 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 cuddle up to a stripper and then, you know, she's showing her ass on Instagram and you're like, you got to stop doing that. And it's like, bro, do you know who you lay down with? Like, no, like it don't change. <laughs> it don't it don't change. Right. So just just know energy. It, it literally attracts energy. Right. It literally attracts energy. So, uh, family said, "Bro, did you see the eight million dollar Ferrari that Watt pulled out?" That's right. That's right. It's a it's a whole it's a whole thing going on right now with um, I think it's between like Gucci, uh, NBA YoungBoy, and I think it's some other people. Christian, you probably know about it. Who else is it? It's I think it's uh, what's the other guy's name? I can't remember his name right now. Um, but anyway, I'll think about it in a minute. But yeah, there's a whole like Raph, Dirk, Lil Dirk. That's right. That's right. Um, so Lil Dirk and, and the rest of the gang, they they got this whole little beef going on. So, you know, y'all know I rock with Gucci. That's that's my guy. And, you know, he moved very similar to how I move. That's why energies, that's why energies came together. He moves very similar to how I move. He watches his diet. He likes to, you know, work out. He takes care of his wife. They like they they got their whole little situation going on where like, hey, it's about family and love and making money, right? And with that same energy, you know, we ended up kind of and and it wasn't a whole thing where we like best friends because you know maybe the energy ain't that much similar, but very similar, very similar. He's about his business, you know. He's about his family. He's doing some things to better himself and his family. I'm on the same energy. And that's, you know, we come together and, you know, we did. We did some business together. So um, let's see. Yeah, y'all definitely watch that. So am I missing anything? So we talked about the energies with relationships and how that needs to come together. Like you are what you attract or what you attract is who you are. Right. What you attract is who you are. You attracting ain't shit as people. Eh, maybe you ain't shit, baby. And it's OK. That's OK. Um, <laughs> but you can change it is what I'm trying to say. You can change it. Um, and some of y'all slide through the cracks. Let me say this real quick before we move on. While I'm saying this. Y'all can come up with any other things. So we talked about relationships. We talked we talk about jobs and money and business and all that stuff about how the energy works. We talked about, you know, giving away money for free and how that fucks people up who actually doing the giving. Like if I have a lot of money because I worked for it and then I give it away for somebody who's not working for it, I literally fuck myself in that process. 
Is there anything that I'm missing off or I'm leaving out? Right. Or anything you feel like I need to talk about when it comes to that, because I'm willing I'm willing to touch on that while we while we're live. Right. But honestly, you know, I, I say a lot of times, you know, or a lot of times here, I said a lot of times that who you are is who you attract. But what happens is what happens is a lot of times we think we beat the system. We think we beat the system. Right? And what I mean by that is we think we beat the system because we'll go, I know I ain't shit, but I ended up with this beautiful ass woman or this beautiful ass person or this beautiful ass situation. I know I didn't I know I don't deserve what I have. Cause y'all know when y'all go to bed, y'all know y'all y'all know when y'all doing wrong. When y'all look in the mirror, y'all know when things aren't right. We know what's going on. We know when we're not doing things right. But sometimes we think we beat the system because we end up with something we think is good. Right? We think it's good. So somebody who's not so ethical, they'll end up with a really good woman. They're like, man, this is a really good woman. Like, I lucked up with her. Right? This is good. But you know you ain't been doing shit And you're like how did I end up You know sometimes y'all ask yourself In, in, in private Y'all might not say it to, to people around you But in private you Sometimes y'all ask yourselves like What did I do to deserve this Cause this is great And even if you don't say it out loud You think it Like man this is great like, Damn I'm lucky What did I do to deserve this but it, it always ends in fucking tragedy <laughs> When you weren't supposed to have it Right And sometimes y'all self-sabotage Y'all sabotage your own selves When you know you weren't supposed to have something And then you got something that you really love You end up overly Protecting it I've been in situations like that I've dated women who know they weren't supposed to have me so when I go out or when I do certain things, right, they got my ass on lock. <clears throat> I'm going with you. Nope, 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 nope. Why are you looking at my man? Go away. Her. Right? Just real protective of me. Um, and it's a thin line because sometimes maybe they did deserve it, but or some of y'all may deserve it. But a lot of women, y'all are just very... Y'all are very protective But when you know you ain't shit Or when you know you're doing wrong And you're a woman And overprotective Then yeah you tend to be very suffocating to a man You suffocate men So yeah It's just all about that energy Right It's all about that energy So Let me see Somebody else asked about Let's talk about uh, currency And actual money um, what are you what are you getting at by that? Because I can take that a few things uh, a few ways. Because currency flows, right? Currency is something that flows, which is why we can say energy is currency. We can say electricity, right? Current currency. We can also say current or a uh, current is in water, right? You ever been in the ocean and the fucking current takes you? It's currency, right? So. Currency or currents uh, is something that flows in y'all. 
you know, forgive me for my fucking southern accent <laughs> when I say certain things like current or currency, it comes off a little weird. But anyway, currency and money are or can be two different things. I'm not gonna say that they are two different things, but they can be. They can be two different things because current f- currency flows and it continues to flow. This is also a reason why a lot of you all who get money and you hold on to it, you lose it. You end up losing it. Why? Why do you lose it? Because currency money or currency being in dollars or petrodollars or fiat currency, currency is supposed to move. Right? Currency is supposed to move. And if you sit it in a bank, if you have dollars and you sit it in a bank and the bank just holds your dollars, then your dollars slowly die. Right? It slowly dies. Um, we got another good question. With all the negativity that is going on in the world, do you think that we can still build wealth with stock market? Will it be a short term or long term? Yeah, you can always, if you look through history, family, and I don't expect y'all to know the history. That's what I'm here for. But if you look through the history of wars and stock market, the wars have always been there. But the stock market historically has always continued to rise over the long term. So when you say, should it be short term or short uh, or long term? Yes. When we get in times like this, you don't really. Now, uh, I have to be honest here. If you know what you're doing, for example, people in STB, people like myself. And I'm not going to say people in STB because you can be in STB and still not know what the fuck you're doing. If you're in STB and you are studying, you can trade short term and actually while the volatility is up, this is one of the best times to trade. But if you haven't been, you know, studying, you don't know what the hell you're doing. You haven't been watching the videos in, in STB and you just joined STB and went straight to the Telegram group so you can get my plays. You don't know what the hell you're doing. And as a matter of fact, if you try to trade short term, you are going to lose. Now, long term. Yeah, this is just a blip in history. This is just a blip in history as far as I'm concerned, because what will happen is they'll step in and then they'll continue to. For the most part, uh save the system like they always do right but that is just how it works it's just how it works that's right millionaires are made when things crash facts so you know world war one was in you know i think the end of it was like 1916 or something like that so world war one the end of it was like 1916 then we went into the spanish flu which was around 1919 right um, and my, my dates are in ranges And those ranges may be off So just bear with me I'm not a historian but I do study history um, But anyway World War War was over World War I was over 1916 Then we got the Spanish flu 1919, 1918 Somewhere around there right? Same thing we had with COVID They had to wear the mask And they, you know, a lot of people died Died and a new norm of living was created out of the Spanish flu. Stock market was kind of, you know, oh, it was a little like, no, wary. <laughs> People were scared. Um, there was a lot of worry going on. Well, 
20, uh, 20, 1922 and 1923, the stock market started to like it blew. It blew. Y'all like my my sound effects? <laughs> Stock market blew up. We had a bull run for the next eight, ten years, uh, eight, nine years, something like that. And everything was great. And as the reason why I mention this is because if you study history, and this is one of the reasons why people in STB pay me what they pay me, because I know my shit. If you study history, you'll actually start to realize that everything we're going through now, hmm, this is what we went through back in what's called the Roaring Twenties, right? Everything. And when I say everything, I mean pretty much everything. Number one, Spanish flu, COVID. Number two, the emerging black entrepreneur. And it wasn't just black entrepreneur, but entrepreneurship was like crazy back in the 1920s. A lot of entrepreneurs were like blowing up, making good money. Right. And I say black entrepreneurs because a lot of black people, they were making really good money back in that time. Right. So money's blowing up. Stock market is, you know, slowly starting to do well. Um, they also had something very similar to what we have now. We call it the cancel culture slash um, uh, like a campaign against shaming. Whether it's fat shaming, whether it's, you know, the LGBTQ uh, community, whatever it is, right? And forgive me if I miss some, some letters. I'm not too politically correct around these parts. Um, but anyway, there was a campaign for that back in the 20s. Um, I mean, you name it. It's very, very, very similar. Um, we were just now getting the introduction of Ford or gas-powered cars as we knew it. Um, or as they knew it So Ford was kind of like the groundbreaking technology in the car system Well who's the groundbreaking car system now? Anybody Anybody want to take a guess? See if y'all have been studying Anybody want to take a guess who the next Or the, the current Ford quote unquote is right now? Think about it Who's, who's the, the new Henry Ford? There you go, Tesla. So yeah, they have Ford, you know, emerging and breaking out, and we have Elon Musk in Tesla. That's right. It's called the New Great Depression. Now, can I tell you when the next depression is going to happen? Like, do so back then the depression after the twenties were so great, and like everybody's like, yay, right? Then the depression hit. Uh, I think it was like thirty-two, thirty-three. Um, or it really started to hit, but the but the next like five plus years it was a depression, right? And it wasn't it wasn't sweet, it wasn't sweet. Can I tell you? Oh, you know, well this is what's gonna happen in twenty thirty three or twenty thirty three or something like that. There's gonna be another depression. I don't know. I don't know if that's how it's gonna play out. But what I can tell you is that what we are seeing currently. Has definitely been happening. Uh, has definitely happened before, in, in a way, right? Uh, that's right. Twenty twenty nine will be the anniversary of nineteen twenty nine crash. That's right. So it's. I'm telling you, it's very similar. Uh, family said, "I got a question. What's your question?" 
Um, so yeah, family, it's a lot going on. So for someone that, who, you know, for the person who asked me, do I think, um, it can, you know, the stock market, you, you can still make money in the stock market while we're at war. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I'm gonna just give y'all a little game, you know, years that end in two and three are good years to buy. So we'll just leave that there. Um, so we, Let's see, we 1929 was the first crash and it went down for a couple years, I believe. Yes, yes, Natasha. So that's that's kind of how it happened. So, the, yeah, the crash happened in 1929, but like the depression, like the the feels of it and the depression and everything, I don't think kicked in until like 32, 1932, 33, and then it started. You know, it's it stuck around for a while, stuck around for a while. So, um, right now, what we're dealing with. For the person who asked about the stock market and war and everything like that, what we're dealing with right now is what you would just consider or what can be considered a correction. We haven't even had a stock market crash, right? This is just a correction. This is just a correction. That's it. So this is unfortunately the reason why this looks weird to a lot of you is because you have not seen a market like this. This is how the actual market works and how it actually worked before 2020. So a lot of y'all didn't start looking at the actual stock market until you were stuck at home in 2020. And you were like, well, shit, I'm at home. I might as well pay attention to the stock market and see if I can make some money while I'm here. But what happened was the stock market just did this. And guess what? In 1922, 1921, I believe, maybe in 1920, the same thing happened. Everybody and their mama played the stock market. Everybody wanted in. And that that hysteria, that shit lasted for like half a decade, probably a little bit over half a decade. And this is when literally there's a book i read uh, i think it was called the great depression of 1920s or the ruined 20s or something like that i can't remember the name of the book so don't hold me to that but even in the book they mentioned that this was during the times where you can get stock advice from the shoe the shoe shining guy literally this is when you can get this is where you can get stock market advice from the shoe shining guy and honestly, and a lot of people don't want to hear this part, but honestly, that's when you need to take a step back and maybe reconsider buying into the stock market at that point. When you have motherfuckers who actually don't do this for a living start giving advice, you might want to take a step back. It might be it might be a very high time to buy. Right. It might be a very high time to buy. Depression hit those who lived in major cities, but not hard on those who grew their own food and animals. Very, very true. I can agree with that. Um, let's see. Who helped you gain all the knowledge, bro? It's very admirable, man. I appreciate it, family. Um, honestly, you know, in, in our community, we look we looked for somebody to, like, hand us the information. Honestly, majority of the shit I know, I just study. I read a lot, man. I, I literally... Up until this year, I've been kind of slacking this year because I got sick and some other stuff happened. And honestly, I'm just you know on another wave right now. But 
up until this year, I, I would read a book a week. Either read and or listen to a book a week. Book a week, book a week, book a week. I'm just always looking for the next book. What's the next one I'm going to go into? What's the next one? What's the next one? What's the next one, right? So all the information up here comes from a lot of books and studying and and I just pay I just pay for a lot of shit like I take uh, I, I try my best to find and take one course a quarter right one course a quarter and that's in anything like the last course I took I believe was a booze course I think I paid I think a booze course is like four grand something like that I paid four thousand dollars for a booze course um, which was um, basically like understanding um, like he teaches like Facebook ads things like that so I know how to run my own ads and I wanted to know how to run my own ads so that if I ever hired anybody to do it I knew what I was doing and I knew I can call him out on this shit because I knew what I was talking about right but I'm always looking to pay for information pay for more knowledge buy more books buy more courses pay for more coaching I, I want to be well-rounded I want to be the best I want to be as you know the best version of myself. I'll say that, right? Since witching is approaching, what is your expectations on stock price on the market? Would you remain would it remain where it is in the coming weeks? I don't know. I don't know, it depends on what you know, when y'all talk about the overall market, you're talking about 7, 8,000 plus stocks. So, you know, I don't know. You know, some stocks will remain where they are. Some stocks are going to get hit. I don't know. Right. But that's why I told y'all last year I need to learn those charts so you can go in and look for yourself. Right. <laughs> so even if I am helping you in STB or whatnot, I can at least tell you, hey, do this. And then you can go look at the, uh, the stock charts and you can use what I'm telling you and combine that with the charts. Right. History will always have a relevance uh, in the present when it comes to the market. Facts, big facts. Uh, they mentioned new technology expanded the stock market in the documentary. Yes, yes. Um, you shared with us in STB. One, you were, one was talking about um, same like what is happening now with crypto. Yes, 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 yes. Absolutely. Thank you, Natasha. You you mentioned the roaring twenties. Uh, I meant I put that video in stb right that link to that video so if anybody's in stb that's one of the resources i wanted y'all to go check out go check it out um, i'll actually see if i can repost it um in stb i just buy red do a little research and pray <laughs> hey if that's working for you i can't tell you i can't tell you nothing else every time i go to the barber shop the barber now everybody Oh, every time I go to the barbershop, not everybody and their kids in the market talk. Yeah, seriously. That's how you know we're in a market or we were. We were in a market that was overdone, overblown. And now the market has come back down. The fear level, there's a fear and greed meter. The the greed meter was very high. It was at, you know, green 90 or some shit like that. Now it's at red 17. Everybody is scared. The people who thought they knew what they were doing, they have lost all their money. And now they're fucked. And they're done talking about the stock market. But for those of us who do this, for those of us who wanted to be rich, for those of us who wanted to make money passively and wanted to, you know, invest our money, we still in the market, baby. We ain't going nowhere because we know what we're doing. 
How do you make sure inf the information you're getting is true? Um, a lot of books. So a lot of books that you read have resources. A lot of people don't know this. So each book that you read has a resource section. Usually, usually it has a resource section. And basically what it's showing you is that, hey, this book was you know written and it was backed up by resources from these places, right? Now, could there be this perpetual uh, fact-checking cycle where, you know, you go check his resource and then where did he get it from and then where he get it from and then who got it from you? And then, right, could you do that? Absolutely, right? But in most cases, if you had a resource and then that resource had a resource, it probably stops there in most cases, right? But also you got to, you just got to understand, like you have to, you have to screen a lot of the information, right? If I learn something, I'll test it out. Let me see if this shit right, right? For example, gravity is a great, great example. People are like, hey, I learned about gravity from this person, but shit, how do I know if it's right? Test the fucking theory. Jump off the ladder, put a ladder on your house, right? And climb to the middle of that ladder, Somewhere where you're not going to hurt yourself too much, but test the theory. Man, let me see if this shit is right. Maybe he told us about gravity, but it ain't right. Jump off the fucking ladder. If you jump off the ladder and you fly, then, hey, the motherfucker was wrong. And maybe you need to go get your information from somewhere else. Right. But if you jump off that ladder and you bust your ass. He was right. <laughs> and so was his resource. Right. Whoever resource it was that taught you about gravity. So this is how you find out what stuff is right. This is how you find out what's right and what's wrong. You test the theory. Cited sources, facts. Usually editors and publishers. Hold on. I missed. I lost it. Usually editors and publishers do the verification, but it's always good to check for yourself. There you go. Facts, Natasha. Big facts. So it's okay to go and check for yourself if you want to. Rich Dad, Poor Dad, 100 Baggers, and Killing Sacred Cows are must-reads. Help me a lot. Yeah, those are books. For those of y'all who want to know, those are books that I definitely suggest. So y'all go check those out. Trader for Life. Facts. Facts. Let's see. That's right. Once your lines are respected on the charts, hey, peace of mind. That's right. That's right. So, yeah, even what I'm teaching y'all sometimes, if you go, you know, so, for example, when I, te when I teach charting, right, when I teach charting and I tell you, hey, if you draw this line like this, usually this is a support line that will support the stock. So if it hits this line, it'll usually bounce or it'll at least take a little minute before it keeps falling. Next time you come up to something, check that out. And if that happens, then you're good. Right. So um, it's ways to check things. Uh, have any good books on fasting? Um, yes. The Complete Guide to Fasting by Dr. Jason Fung. F-U-N-G. Check it out. Um, but yeah, family, I think that's going to be my time for the day. I think we covered a lot of good stuff. This was another great, great, great rant Friday because I think a lot of y'all need to know more about um, energy. And how that works right so y'all for the most part just stop asking for fucking money go get your own money put go because money is energy once again right the money that we know fiat currency currency is energy go put
put out some energy so you can get back energy. And then when you get that energy, do right by that energy and the energy won't flow away from you. Okay. So this has been another great rant Friday. If you have any questions or you need anything, uh, you need a topic covered, you want me to make a podcast on it, whatever it is, go to the podcast, leave a five star rating. And when you make that rating, put your question or your topic in that review and I will be sure to get to it. ASAP. All right. Love y'all. Y'all have a great rest of your day. Finish off the week right. And this weekend, be safe and enjoy yourselves. I'm out.